and say to you to remember and tell your neighbor right now, God is in you. If you have been born again and received Jesus Christ as your Savior and King, God lives on the inside of you. Can you say amen? Amen. And before I go any further, Graylin, come here. Share your heart, brother. This is Brother Graylin Graham. Everybody welcome him. Hallelujah. Just... A couple of weeks ago, Pastor Randy preached about uh, us having a spiritual ch- a change in our lives that would uh, change our lives forever. And so what happened for me was that um, I, I'm teaching summer school at the college this summer, and I didn't get the classes I wanted. And so what happened was that I was afraid that I would not have enough money to pay my bills. And so... Uh, I said, well, I can probably pay my utilities, but my house payment and my, and my car payment, I'm going to have to set aside for that. And so at that point, I began to pray to God. I didn't tell anybody about the situation because sometimes when you tell people, they make it worse because they can be very negative. And so at that point, I just prayed to God and said, God, I said, I prayed one time. I, I, I really believe that you pray once and then you praise God and you fast and thank God for the deliverance and then God gives it to you. After that, um, I started having deep uh, relationship with God. I started going deep with God and also soaring high in the spirit. I started waking up in the middle of the night and praying. One night I woke up and, and I was and I, I think I prayed for six hours. And I was in the Holy of Holies and I knew I had touched the throne of God. And then at that point, I remember that uh, when, I, when I go through something, I mean, I know that God's going to bring me out because 25 years ago, I lost everything. And God, I mean, I lost my home, I lost my church, I lost my car, my car I lost everything. I had a minimum wage job, but God always provided for me. And I said, God, I said, you're going to do it again, God. You're going to do it again, God. And also, too, when I go to something, I feel real faint when, I, when, I'm, when, I, when God is ready to give the blessing. And after I feel faint, then I also feel sick at my stomach when the blessing comes forward. <laughs> because, I, you know, because my body just can't take it. So that point would have, and also so at that point I said, God, I said, you know what? Not, never again. I'm not going through that again. So I remember, I was like a moment. I felt that, you know, weakening in my heart. And I said, no, not this time. And I grabbed some blessed oil and I prayed and God anointed me. I anointed myself with the blessed oil and God uh, took that away from me. Also at that point too, God told me to plant a seed and told me to give all the money in my checking account to the church. First I was like, well, God, was that you or was it myself that said that? And so I was obedient. I did it. And so uh, I think about that scripture too. It said, "They that wait upon the Lord should renew their strength. They should walk and run and not be weary. They should walk and not faint." That's the way I felt. And also, I got real sick with food poisoning. I noted my head again, and God instantly uh, healed me. But the main thing that happened was that um, I told God that I wanted to make sure that I paid my house payment before the grace period was up. And so before the grace period was up. I looked at my checking account, and in my checking account, they had paid me my full salary, so I was able to pay for my car note, my house note, and everything else. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. And with that, uh, I thank God because um, I, was, I, I did that, all those things. I mean, God did all those things for me, and I was not faint or weary like I usually have been. So I felt like I finally passed the second grade. 
<laughs> and I feel like this is the uh, tip of the iceberg for me. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. I love this testimony. I feel like the Lord's saying that I've been bracing myself. I haven't known exactly how to say what I felt like the Lord was saying to me. I'll say it, and then I'll make it better. But I felt like the Lord was saying He's about to charge some of you and commission some of you with some real edgy things that you've never done before. And if Grayland, Brother Grayland had come to me and said, the Lord told me to give all the money in my checking account to the church and, and to sow toward the work, this is what I would have said. Don't do that. Don't do it. That's not wisdom. Don't do that. But thank the Lord He obeyed God without me getting in the middle of it. Amen? And what He did was He did something in obedience to the Word of the Lord for Himself personally, and He received the reward for that. He received the compensation from the heavens. Now, I'm not telling you to give all the money in your checking account. I'm not telling you to quit taking your medicine. Don't do anything radical. Do things with wisdom. Are y'all with me this morning? Be wise. Get wise counsel. But the Lord says there's some things that you're about to step out into. Amber, come here. Now, she's going to share an edgy testimony. All right? From last night. It's edgy. Everybody look at your neighbor and say, it's edgy. So brace yourself. If she had come to me and asked me, is it okay if we do dot, 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 I would have said no. But listen to the result. So last night after prom, a bunch of us were together and we decided to go out because it was Olivia's birthday and she'd never been to a bar. Love you, <laughs> And so uh, we decided to go see a show at a local bar here in Atlanta. And he would have said no. Um, but we get there, and we're all dressed up for prom, and we're like, we're still leaving our clothes on. So we go in, and we're looking different. Everybody's looking at us like, okay. So we get in there, and sure enough, one of the transgendered ladies in drag comes up, and she says to us, she says, where are you guys from? What are you so dressed up for? And we said it was our prom at our church. And she goes, your church? And she's like, uh, Okay. We said, yeah, we go to gay church, blah, blah, blah. And she asked where. And she said, oh, good, I want to take my son. You know, I want to I want to go and I want to show him what this is about. I want to show him Jesus and stuff like that. And so she said, can I talk about you guys? And we were like, uh, okay. So she gets up there during her show, and it's her birthday as well. And she announces about New Covenant. She starts telling people what time to be here and everything else. Seriously, seriously, she did. She started telling everybody what time to be here and that she was coming and all this other stuff. And she announced New Covenant Church of Atlanta. And everybody clapped. And I, my friend goes up to the bar to get some water and to get her phone. And she's like walking up there. She says, do you guys have any cards? There's people everywhere asking me where to be. So I had to write down for like 10 people. I'm passing notes down the bar to people, our website and our address to get here. So I just pray that God brings them in. <laughs> Thank you. When I started this message, I said, God is in you. And you looked at your neighbors and said, God is in you. The God that's in you. See, darkness, darkness resists light, but it's powerless against it. And so we have the anointing of God on us. And when He sent us to this location, there was question about it. We all were concerned. Are we going to be okay? Are we going to be okay? We're going right into the middle of the adult entertainment district. 
I ask you this question. Who's inside of you? Jesus. Greater is that is in you than he that is in the world. Let's say that together. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Let's say it one more time. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The Lord is going to be challenging you, New Covenant Church of Atlanta, to do some things that you've never done before. To stretch your faith. To stretch your ability. The Word of God says that people sat in gross darkness, but a light rose upon them. And when they saw the light, they were drawn to that light. Are we wearing God like a light in our life? Are we displaying God to the world? And I tell you, if we're afraid, and please hear this, if we're afraid that we're going to get our hands dirty, that steps out of righteousness and into self-righteousness. We, the only thing we've got better going for us than the people who are in the world and lost is that we have Jesus. Jesus which is all the difference in the world. But were it not for Jesus, no matter how good we think we live our lives, without Jesus, we're lost and undone. And we need to wear Him like a light. Can you say amen? And we need to display His love to a people who've never tasted the goodness of God. And we need to be able to display to them that God is good all the time. And that all the time God is good. Can you say amen? We can be in the world, but not of the world. Man, that's good preaching. Amen. Glory to God. I ain't telling you to go to the bars. I ain't telling you to do that. But there's a difference between being inside of one and letting it get inside of you. Amen. Let's move on with the Word. Go ahead and put up Luke 8, 26. I want to talk to you about Jesus stepping into His destiny. Look at this. They sailed to the region of the Gerasenes. Now, Gerasenes in Greek literally means the end reward. So here's Jesus. He's on one side of the lake. And He says, all right, fellas, let's go to the other side. Y'all remember this story? What happened? A great storm blew up, right? He was to move from one location into another. He was to go from one place to another, and the place that he was going to is called the end reward. The reward at the end. Glory to God. Can you say amen? So he was to go from one place to the other. It is time, New Covenant. I thought I was going to go back to my notes, but then the Lord spoke this to my heart. It's time from, for you to go to a higher level in God. It is time for you to possess a land in the spirit realm that you've never possessed before. It is time for you to declare to the young people that God is good and that He's good all the time. Can you say amen, Bobby? Amen. Derek, it's time for you to display that God is good and He's good all the time. Amen. Jacob, it's time for the young people to rise up and to declare. It's time for y'all to inherit a land that you've never inherited before. Now, you know, the enemy will make you want to feel like you're defeated, but you're not defeated. 
It's time to possess a land you've never possessed before. Levites, it's time for you to worship like you've never worshipped. It's time to move to a whole new level of praise and worship. Amen? It's time for a new sound to rise in this church. A sound of young people rejoicing. A sound of worshipers rejoicing. A sound of dads. Hallelujah, Zach and Trey and Russ and others. And moms, come on, mamas, hallelujah. It's time for a nation of people to say God is good and He's good all the time. Glory to God. It's time for the straight folks. (laughs) Come on, straight people. Hallelujah. It's time for the gay homosexuals. Come on, gay homosexuals. It's time for the black folks. It's time for the white folks. It's time for the Mexicans and the Puerto Ricans and the Japanese and the Ukrainians, the Russians. It's time for all of us to rise up and with one voice say, God is good. He sailed from one region to another. But let me tell you something, what happened when he got to that other place. Let's go on to the next verse after he got across the sea. When Jesus stepped ashore, everybody say when his foot hit the ground. He was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. All right, let's just stop there for a minute. The second he entered into that land, let me tell you something. Trey, this is a word for you. I I got you, brother, right here. This is a word for you. The second you decided to answer the call, the second you did, the enemy began a strategy to try to discourage you. The second, this is a word for, the second you decided to get here this morning, the enemy set in motion a plan to try to discourage you. Are you with me? The second you made a decision to say, I will inherit what God has called me to do, is the second that the enemy decided to put somebody in your way that would try to resist it. Folks, I I say this a hundred times. I've said it a million times. This is a deep theological uh, thing. People are crazy. The second you decide to do something, the devil knows who to put in your way. They may not be demon-possessed, but the devil knows exactly who to put in your way to stop you. His foot, he went across that sea, transitioned from one place, and the second his foot... Let me tell you something. The second you decide to answer the call, the devil's going to try to discourage you. Right? The second you say, I'm going to step up into my pastoral role. The second you say, I'm going to step up to be the deacon. I'm going to step up to be psalmist. The second you decide, I'm going to be an evangelist. The second you decide, I'm going to travel with Pastor Randy and play some music for him while he preaches. The second you make those decisions is the second these Jesus decided 
that it was time for him to move from one place to another. You know why? Because once you possess something, you are dispossessing who has held it before. Well, that's good. Somebody write that down. I will never remember that. The second you decide to possess something, you are dispossessing who held it before. The enemy held full gospel, Holy Ghost filled, gay people for decades and told them, if you're going to be gay, you can't talk in tongues. If you're going to be, if you're going to be gay, you can't go to the full gospel church or you can go, you just got to be beat up. So when those of us who said, uh-uh, we're going to possess that territory, the second our feet hit that ground and we said, that's our territory, was the second we were met by the devil. You will stir up a hornet's nest the minute you decide something. Don't think because you're being fought that you've made a wrong decision. You may be being fought with discouragement, cancer. You may be being fought with emotions and struggling. It doesn't mean you've made a wrong decision necessarily. It just means you've made a right one and the devil has sent somebody to try to stir things up. Can you say amen? So he stepped over into that land and he possessed it. That place that's called the reward, which is at the end. He was moving into a new territory to possess it. How many of y'all want to possess the land that God has for you? Come on now. Come on. Somebody tell me, somebody tell me what, what's yours to possess? Trey, it's a teaching anointing. I know it is. Pastoral anointings. Pastoral anointings. Deaconships. Evangelistic anointings. That didn't hurt, did it? Sorry. I heard that snap all the way back there to Enrique. I was like, huh? Sister Evelyn anointing. I feel like I'm going to slap people. Somebody say something that's yours to possess. Healing. Healing anointing. Somebody else. Prophecy. What else? Atmosphere of worship. Somebody else. Intercession. Technology. Glory to God. The second first day decided to make some decisions regarding the, the broadcast and, and some of those things was the second we began to be de, de, not fault. The second we began to be default, defaulted. The, the second we began to make that the transition was the second the enemy began to be defeated and he fought back. Right? Somebody else. We got intercession, technology, networking. What? Who said? Reva. The breaker anointing. To break through to the next level. Dads and moms and uncles. <laughs> Servants. Let me tell you something about a serving anointing. How many of y'all want to inherit what's next for you? Serve. I'm telling you right now, the ministry of helps needs help. Before you can put foot on royal ground, you got to put hand in toilet and scrub it. That's the breakthrough anointing right there. Amen?
Amen. Now, we need some help. We need more people signing up for the ministry of helps. But we're going to inherit this land. And don't think that when you sign up that you're not going to be fought by the devil. The second you sign up to help, the second you sign up to move forward, the second you decide and make a decision, I am going to walk, Matthew, in the gift and calling that's on my life, the second you do that is the second, Deacon Jim, you're going to be fought like crazy. Right? But you square your shoulders and say, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against me in judgment shall be shown to be in the wrong. Can you say amen? So Jesus went. Now listen, let's move on. This man was possessed for a long time. This man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived in the tombs. Let's keep going. Where is that at? Verse 28. Okay. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you. Don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the evil spirit to come out of the man. Look at verse 29. Jesus commanded the devil to come out. But look what happened. He started that dialogue. And then in verse uh, 29 it says, Many times he had seized him and thrown him and had chained hand and foot and kept under guard. He had broken his chains and had been driven by the demon into solitary places. Verse 30. Jesus asked him, What? is your name. Let me summarize what we just read. Jesus encountered this demon the second he inherited, or the second he stepped into a land. The land's name meant the end reward. The second he moved into that dimension that was his to inherit, that was his to reach, he he met this demon. He said, devil, come out. Guess what happened? The devil didn't come out. At first. He said, devil, come out. He had commanded him. And then the devil said, eh, instead of casting me out, why don't you do something else with me? Cast me into pigs. And I won't go into the reasoning behind that, but I do want to explain this. Jesus, the first time he told this devil to come out, it didn't. His next strategy in verse 30, ask it what its name was. The second he knew the devil's name, he had authority over it. Let me tell you something. You may be being fought in some way. And you don't even know how you're being fought. Maybe you're just being fought emotionally. If you just randomly say, devil, I rebuke you. Sometimes he doesn't go. Jesus got specific and said, what's your name? And the second he got the devil's name, and its name was Legion, he said, all right, Legion, now go. And I cast you into the pigs. So often we're running through our lives and we don't address specific things. We just just walk through. When you move into a new land, when you start getting fault, you need to begin to ask the question, what is this really about? Instead of just dealing with each problem, ask specifically, what is this really about? And you may discover a root of pride that has to be uprooted before you can move further. You may discover, and if that devil says, my name is pride, 
Say, well, pride, I humble myself in Jesus' name before the Lord. Are you with me today? We've got to get, sometimes we've got to ask the questions. Come on, deliverance counselors. Amen. Whoop, whoop. Sometimes we have to ask the questions. What's at the root of this? Is it because I haven't forgiven people? Is it because I haven't forgiven my mama? I'm inheriting this new land and my foot has just stepped into that land. And then all of a sudden there's this demon that comes against me, resisting me, saying you're not worthy to preach the gospel. You're not worthy to receive healing. You're not worthy for this. You can't do this. Who do you think you are? And the second we step into that land and we begin to hear that, we need to address it and say, listen to me, spirit of unworthiness. I've been made worthy by the blood of the Lamb and nothing you say can keep me from inheriting what God's called me to inherit. We forgive people. We release them. We repent of our sins and we inherit what God's called us to. Amen? Amen. And I'm going to close with this. Before He reached His promised land, before Jesus reached that next land, He had to calm a storm. He had to calm that storm on the sea before He moved into that land. Maybe it's time for you to speak. Go ahead and stand to your feet. Maybe it's time for you to speak to some storms and say, peace be still. But it's time for you to step into the new land that God has for you. How many of you are ready to inherit what God has for you? How many of you are ready to go forward? How many of you... Morgan, this morning was a divine appointment that you prophesied. Morgan's been talking to me for about a month saying, I get words and I don't know what to do with them. I said, well, come on up and tell me you got a word. And she said, okay, if I tell you, will you not make me speak? Will you give it? I said, sure, baby, come on. Yeah, you come on. I'll tell it. And then I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, you're going to tell it. Before you inherit the land that you got, sometimes you got to step out in faith. When your feet hit that next territory, everybody take your right foot right now and put it forward just a little bit. And say this after me. Say, I inherit what is mine. I take back what the enemy stole. My next level is greater than any level I've had before. My fire rises. I inherit what God has for me. No devil will stop it. In Jesus' name, give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Some of you are getting ready to inherit marriage. Charlene and Denise are engaged too. Glory to God. Congratulations. Some of y'all are getting ready to inherit marriage. When you do and you set your feet down on that next ground, there will be a devil come meet you. Not in the form of your spouse, but maybe in the form, well, but maybe in the form of somebody else. Your exes will go bananas the second you inherit marriage. 
Oh, there's four amens on that. I better move on. I think I hit something. The second you step into a new dimension, there will be something that will fight you. But you can't let that detour you. If Jesus would have went, oh, there's a legion. Oh, my goodness. I better get back on the boat and go back to the other side. Leave me alone, devil. He would have never expanded his ministry into that place known as the end reward. Oh, God's got an end reward for you. Some of you are fixing to inherit new relationships, new friendships, new prosperity, promotions at work, favor. Some of you are about to inherit laughter. Some of you have cried too long, but joy is coming in the morning. Some of you are about to inherit that next season. Don't give up when you meet resistance. Don't let Legion stand in your face. You go, yeah. When crazy manifests, tell it, go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I don't know where I'm going now. Hallelujah. If you're ready to inherit your next season, come on, right now. Come on. Come on to this altar. If you're ready to inherit that next place. In Jesus' name, I declare that psalmist anointing inherited. I declare that even though you may meet that which is against you as you step into that next level, I declare you have authority over that devil in Jesus' name. I declare a sound will rise, a flaming fire sound will rise out of your household. Man, my hand feels like it's on fire. Right now, in the name of Jesus that will cause you to be able to shout like never voice. Shout in Jesus' name. Shout voice in Jesus' name. In, in, go in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I declare favor and promotion right now in the name of Jesus. Even though there may be something that's met you to hinder, right now I command that spirit to be broken off, cast out in the name of Jesus. And I declare wherever your feet tread, you inherit that land. Your feet are stepping into that new realm. I'm, I'm, the Bible says lay hands on the sick. I'm laying foot on the feet. In Jesus' name. Right now, where your where your feet tread in Jesus' name, you possess that territory right now. Healing in Jesus' name. Healing in Jesus' name. More prophetic. More prophetic. More prophetic in Jesus' name. A sound will rise out of you. In Parenting in Jesus' name. More parents among us right now. I declare, excuse me, a dimension of your people among our people. In Jesus' name. And I declare a mantle over your household that will be able to speak even a rising sound of, of an anointing in your life that will be able to be able to, to be able to be sent. Glory to God. I'm going to go in tongues in a minute. That'll be able to that'll be able to prophesy that the Spirit of God is being poured out upon all people. People won't understand what's happening to y'all. People won't be able to explain it, but they don't need to explain it. You've done cast legion out, legion's gone. That spirit that would hinder you, that would try to hinder you from inheriting that next season of your life, right now it's yours. In Jesus' name. It belongs to you in Jesus' name.
right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I declare that inheritance right now in Jesus' name. Now, I want y'all all, without stepping on each other's toes, to turn around and put foot on foot for just a second. Tap their foot and say, in Jesus' name, everywhere your feet tread, everywhere you go, in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Glory to God. Well, next level you got to do some weird things did y'all feel the breakthrough there's a breakthrough spirit there's a breaker anointing that breaker i feel it all over me i feel like i could just run out the door and start tapping servers feet at the rocks and just telling them wherever your feet go you inherit that land and don't worry about any legion spirit that'll come against you Identify it and say, come out in Jesus' name. you got to go. I'm inheriting my next season. Right now, we inherit Bogota. We declare them in Jesus' name that they are prospering. We declare over Bogota, Colombia, right? Yes, in Jesus' name. Oh, my goodness, I could keep going. Levites, y'all march on in Jesus' name with a sound of worship. Glory to God. I don't know what to do now. But if I say it like this long enough, it'll sound like I know what I'm doing. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, we inherit that next season. We declare freedom. Freedom wherever we go, wherever the, our feet tread, we inherit the end reward. And we declare that we win in spiritual warfare. That we've already won that the battle has already been won. I release in Jesus' name the dimension of the prophetic. Stronger than ever. Stronger than ever. I declare that there's a release of the breaker anointing like never before. That even when we go into restaurants and wherever we are, there's a release in Jesus' name. And You give us divine appointments, God. In Jesus' precious name. And everybody said, Give the Lord one more shout of praise. Hallelujah.